Hey everyone, this episode is brought to you by RPAL Gary at Partscaster Concierge. Gary offers custom designed Partscaster style builds and bodies catering to upscale DIY builders. Concierge services are included with every project to ensure every build is perfectly tailored. Gary can assist with design concepts, electronic configurations, hardware selections, and everything in between. Now, every DIY builder is working at a different knowledge or skill level, so Gary offers these services on an as-needed basis, so he can be as involved in your build as you need him to be, with help sourcing parts or even advice during your finishing or assembly phases. Gary offers flat-top, contoured, or edge-routed bodies for bolt-on necks, as well as custom pick guards, necks, pre-setups, and other parts and services through builders and guitar techs within Gary's ever-growing network. So if you're on the hunt for a sick custom parts caster project, check out at Partscaster Concierge on social media or partscasterconcierge.com. Mayonnaise and climate changing ways. It's a final return episode to the sweet, sweet show that we call The Cultured Guitarist. My name is Al. Oh, Halloween. And, uh, yeah. With me, as ever, is <laughs> Casper. Jeez. And uh, we have the eerie Eric Merrill joining us. Nobody understood any of those names. Nope. And I'd like to see this, no. them spelt on our spreadsheet, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of hard consonants used as vowels, like mm. some sort of yeah. mangled wannabe German. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, eh? Been a, been a minute, yeah. Been a spell. That's, you know, that was kind of on me, I think, mostly. But you know what? I needed a break. I have no regrets. It's all good. Yeah. You shouldn't, no ha- you shouldn't have any. But it is nice to see you, you know. I actually don't know that I've seen your face in... It's been a while. Yeah, it's been some time. trying to think the last time you dropped something off in the driveway when you were going by. I can't remember. You called me like a month and a half ago. Yeah, I got something for you. Oh, yeah, it was a GoPro. That's right. Oh, right. Yeah, Yeah. so that was a while ago still. And thank you for that, by the way. It has been. Yeah. All right, you're welcome. Glad it's getting used. I wasn't using it very much. And uh, Eric, I'm I'm not seeing you, but it is always a pleasure to hear your. Do you want to see him? Your hands are wet. It's all good. I'm sure you don't want to see him. Yes, we're on. No, we're on video. I would like to see Al, please. Oh God, I'm sorry. Oh, hey, hey. Uh, I wasn't inappropriately touching myself, listeners. Eric, Eric, can oh the smile. (laughs) Oh boy. This is this is this is not going to help the podcasting. I'm I am a parakeet with a mirror. <laughs> I'm just just going to be oh, over here. Hi, Eric. Taking that away from you. Yeah. Oh no, he's taking my camera away. Anyway, it is nice to see and hear you, Eric. Likewise, likewise to you and Casper. Oh, thank you. Oh man, there's a lot to. I mean, how do, how do we recap the last like two and a half, three months? Has, has it only been that long? No, it's probably been more. So I think it's, it's, you know, I'm gonna check while we're figuring it out. I think it's been closer to four. My goodness. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, let's let's start it like we always started. Let's let's talk about what we've been up to 
and uh, figure it out. July 26th. That's what I got. That's what I got too. I can check your. Let me check. Let me check the numbers here. One sec. Okay. Yeah, yeah, your your math is good. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 26th. So it's been almost five months. What? July, August, September. I guess No, sorry. My brain is. So it's like August, September, October. Yeah. So not even two. Where did I get two two, extra months from? Two and a half months. Okay. Time doesn't matter or make any sense. It's totally relative. Time is a construct of the man meant to keep the proletariat. I like where you're going there. <laughs> <laughs> I got some socio-anarchist rants I can go on. Let me tell you. I think that's for a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Casper's already reaching for the. <laughs> Just going to turn Al. Oh, you're muted, Al. Oh. Put Al's slider down a little bit. Oh, geez. Why can't I hear oh, you? We for- forgot to hit record. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've done that. <laughs> so- I have too. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Uh, it, Ed, was, it was Ed. Ed Scalthorpe. Yeah. Yeah. From Birchway Sound. What a great guy. In your guy. defense, you did hit record because you definitely didn't, recorded I, our voices. I did. I just didn't arm the right channel for Ed because we were trying to go back and forth from Bluetooth to, to hardwired and, and yeah. Yeah. That Anyways. Was, that was an embarrassing boo-boo on our part. <laughs> yeah. He was super cool about it. He even recorded the whole episode again. It was awesome. It's true. And now you won't do that again because I learned. It yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We have made some... Strange mistakes in the Adventureland board game that is podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, we've learned a lot. All all of our mistakes have gotten human error almost entirely now, though, since you bought the roadcast. Oh, yeah. There was a time when it was just like, I don't know, man. I felt like we were those NASA scientists trying to get to the moon on like the <laughs> yeah, thread early, and like 60s computers. Soup yeah. cans. <laughs> you're going to this hangar and throw this apple at a soup can from 200 yards and uh tell me what that means about intergalactic travel between uh, like yeah what <laughs> yeah it was it was that level of janky and uh we somehow did it most of the time made it work yeah for the most part yeah i think we even did uh our first international podcast on yes we did that raggedy and I will apologize right now for the audio quality. Again, if anybody goes back and listens to our first go around with Hello Sailor effects. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Joe. Wherever you are out in the high seas, hope you're okay, buddy. Yeah, me too. Um, Just for anybody who's listening who doesn't know Joe from Hello Sailor effects, he's an uh, active Royal Navy serviceman. He's mm. uh, He's out there most of the time. So we always hope Joe's safe, which he, I think he is. Usually is. He makes good choices. Yeah. <laughs> he takes some ridiculously cool gear on the ship with him. I've noticed that actually. And it's like, wow, yeah. that's a 1960s Gibson. He's yeah. <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not bring yeah. it on? Yeah. Sure. You're on a missile ship. Why would you not take your 63 Gibson? <laughs> Seems logical to me. I know. I can't fall. I mean, to be fair, if I had mm. an early 60s Gibson, <laughs> I don't know that it would leave my side, much to my wife's annoyance. But yeah. Anyways, let's 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 catch up. Let's what what do you what have we been up to? There's a lot to catch up on. Um just in all sorts of stuff. So I don't know. You want to kick it off, Casper? Sure. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much of 
everything else I well, you don't really, ha- really okay, want to get into. But there's been, a lot it's of... It's been three months. I, mean, I don't think we have to 100% keep it musical. We can no, no. Yeah, I was going to say, like, not a lot of musical. I've been playing a lot more of my of my acoustic guitar. Um, but just because I keep it in the living room uh, as a placekeeper for the couch at night so my dog doesn't get on the couch. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but it's right there all the time now, so that's kind of cool. But I really haven't been spending a lot of time at home. Um, you know, Steph and I have been on the road quite a bit lately. Yeah. You know, we... Why uh, is that, Casper? Well, because we bought a new Jeep. Yeah. And then we Ooh. invested another... Bunnies into it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe go spare the number. Bunnies. Oh, my God. So I learned... Casper's got a new hobby. Yeah, yeah. I learned what Jeep stands for. It's just empty mm-hmm. every pocket. <laughs> there is There are... Th- thousands of things that you can get for your Jeep. But um, in that thing, so that's why I was, when I was talking to you earlier, I mean, on the 16th of October this year, um, we were up over 2,000 meters elevation on a mountaintop in shorts and T-shirt. The weather was so nice. And that's kind of been our our shtick for the last yeah. few months is every moment we get spare, uh, we jump in the Jeep and we climb a mountain and bring a bunch of other Jeeps with us. It's yeah, and you're, you're filming it. And... Yeah. The Overland thing's been pretty cool. So we've got a rooftop tent and got a pretty pretty solid setup. You yeah. kind of go and just park wherever and camp. It's a pretty badass Jeep. It, yeah. Beep. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. uh, should, we, should we abandon the swearing beeps? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is a fresh-ish start. It is a fresh start. Yeah. What do you think, Eric? Should we keep up with the beeping? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Deal. There, there it is. <laughs> what I say is, fuck it, man. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Rips that there band-aid it is. off. There it is. Let's right. do it yep. fast. Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm pretty too. uncensored also, in what I say on the show anyway. <laughs> it takes a whole lot of work off my plate. <laughs> <laughs> now he can master with his ears and his eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah excellent well what about you eric what do you uh what have i been up to yeah i mean you know is that the question you know, you share as much or as little as you want man it's your it's our show is your show i'm i'm just getting back into uh to work or like making videos honestly i just filmed my third video in like six months i think yeah six or seven months now, uh, today. So that's what's been going on. Like most recently, cause I had to set up a new studio and, and just, just didn't you relocate? Yes. I've yeah. relocated one, two, three, three times in the past. What's, uh, I'm trying to remember the, when you like year, year. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a year. Yeah, so, so I'm finally back up and running. Uh, when, sorry, theoretically, your, your, your latest video was with the uh, Swamp Witch too, wasn't it? It was the season yes, of the witch was. release. Yes, yes, sweet. This is one of our most it's recent episodes before our break. Crazy pedal. I think he was describing it to us when we had him on. It yeah. was like, dude, yeah, that's it's episode one twenty one. Yeah. If anybody out there wants to listen to it, yeah, it's, have one. It's like this. Uh, I've got it right here. Um, it's like this, it's a delay pedal at its heart, but then you can like 
modulate the delays in like multiple ways, including an internal LFO. And it's, it's crazy. It's, I think the video turned out to be like almost 20 minutes long. And that was me like cutting out pretty much everything except for the information about the video of the pedal, you know, like <laughs> yeah. some, sometimes I like to keep in like the, the, Oh, I think that sounds cool. Or, or some, some personable marks, remarks like that, but this, we don't, we didn't have time for that. <laughs> yeah. It's super complex. It has lots of buttons and knobs. <laughs> well, I mean, what, what else do you do really when you have a, a pedal that's pretty in depth, you, you got a, a lot of features to talk about, a lot of sounds to cover. So. Yeah. Length is going to happen. I mean, that, can I quote you on that? Out of yeah, context? Of course. That's actually part of my <laughs> Out website, of context. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, largefurdaddies.com. It's actually, a, it's a tab in the menu. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, you know, have the feeling that of a thousand souls vomiting at once. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy. <laughs> but yeah. That's that's what's that's the most recent thing that's been happening with me. Also, I've been destroying my guitar in the name of weight relief. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've I've been loving. So I saw that you you you've like routed out that body. What is routing no. is a strong <laughs> no, word for what Eric's been doing. Yeah, <laughs> a route a routing out the body would have been a great idea. That so I saw it was all stripped down idea. and and oh yeah. Yeah, it's there's there's no wood there now, but the way that I got to it was with a drill, a chisel, and a hammer instead of a router, uh, which is like I don't know, it's like going to your next door neighbor's house but walking around the block first. Yeah, I think that's that's probably how I would describe it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I would love because you and I have been talking about this thing like pretty much step yeah. by step as you've been doing it over the past. I don't know how week or whatever it's been. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been flipping great. Cause especially cause like out of nowhere listeners, Eric just sent me this video <laughs> with no context. And I was like, and, and we, we chat, we chat pretty often. I would say we, we chat a couple times yeah. a week or something like that at least. And, and out of nowhere, I get this video and I click on the video and it's just <laughs> this jazz master body and Eric going, so I did a thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like everything under the pick guard is just like these just random drill holes everywhere just removing yeah. all the meat under there and just like it, it looked like it, it, it yeah it, it looked insane it, it was like somebody trying to route a body using a full auto a 22 drill. caliber rifle or something just <laughs> that. yeah ak47 yeah, yeah. <laughs> AK yeah just, like, there's all these tiny little like not even half inch holes just <laughs> no and, the half inch bit wouldn't work as well as that other one that i had for some reason so <laughs> i did something kind of similar not with a hand drill though i i i put that sg in a drill press yeah and, and that's, that's right. actually the proper way to do it. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I think I should have used a router, like an actual router, to make templates. the changes. But a Forstner and, and bit is. It, yeah. it worked out, but I was doing it over there in the dark. There's no light, well, and I, and <laughs> and I didn't have it clamped down or anything. So I, I feel 
like kindred to what you're talking about because I, I did something yeah. similar. Uh, this, although it was not a <laughs> Squire Jazzmaster. <laughs> Dude, yeah. you should have seen it. Like Eric's got a hand drill. Mm-hmm. And he's holding the body oh, in the I, other hand. I, I can absolutely see it in my mind. Yeah. It was the hankiest yeah. setup. <laughs> yeah. And I do have a router, but like I'm not, I don't exactly, I'm not comfortable with using it. It's like my granddad's right router. They're and, dangerous, dude. Yeah. And yeah. I don't have, I don't have a workbench. So I, I did all this on the banister on the back deck <laughs> of my house. So yes. I, it's like, I, it makes I for easy cleanup. Yeah, exactly. I didn't, didn't want to, to do it inside. Vacuum it out of the carpets would... or Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's I've been doing that. Uh so now I can't remember. Someone I posted a picture a a reel or something and someone said that it was an Olympic size swimming pool route. Nice. And I like that. <laughs> oh, that's what, I think that might have been me. That's what uh Was it? Yeah, yeah, sounds it sounds like a clever Al statement. Well, it's, it's, I wish I could take credit for being that clever. It's just the swimming pool route is like the common vernacular for like a strat yeah. that can fit anything. Yeah. Just that's, yeah. I think Warmoth might've come up with it. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, just not all swimming of, pools are the same. Instead of routing it for any yeah. type of pickup specifically, just a, oh, there's a picker just, covering this. So just <laughs> everything. <laughs> can you yep. call it semi hollow now or? Oh man! I, Almost. After it was all, after it was all done, I was like really fighting the urge to like get one of those like super long drill bits, like like feet long, and like just go at at an angle to like route out like the middle, so it would kind of be one. I didn't do that, and I'm not going to do that. But <laughs> I did. I did have that thought. I'm glad that you. Had yeah, a moment resist, of, of sense, like where you actually, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. a bad idea. That is a bad yeah. idea. I'm gonna at at that, that point, I can just imagine that over the banister on your back yeah, porch. Yeah, if you're going to do that, get get a gouge and sit down with a gouge and, and a, uh, you know, the chisel. What's, okay. Yeah. Writing it down. Yeah. And do it that way. No, just do it slowly, a little bit at a time. You have a lot more control. Or, and hear me out on this one, just get a new body. <laughs> You know, just listen. We know, listen, we know Noah. people. We can I, get you I'm a actually, semi-hollow jazz master. <laughs> that's true. Uh, our mutual friend Gary from Partscaster Concierge. We're working on a guitar. Oh yeah, and you, oh, you said you said Warmoth earlier. Uh, I I bought my first thing from Warmoth. It's a, a roasted maple neck oh. that got it got delivered today to him. So oh, that's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, you got some cool projects in the works, dude. I was I was also texting Gary uh, the pictures of the, like, <laughs> the, the process. God, I want to know what he had to <laughs> and say. And I, I can confirm that he said a drill press and a Forstner bit would have been the correct way to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, 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 honestly, I think he's just surprised that I didn't drill through the body. And, well, I mean, I am too, but like, I, I think he's surprised that it turned out like... I have, I've Any actually done all? that to a guitar, um, an, a, an Epiphone double neck I had, and it was like made Jimmy Page style with the stop tail piece, like super far away from the saddles uh-huh. and finding strings long enough to go from the uh-huh. end of that stop tail piece to the flipping end of the 12 string headstock. 
I bet. actually a pain in the ass <laughs> and I couldn't do it. So like anytime I broke a string on the 12 string, it was just like, ah, so after a bit I had an eight string and, and I was finally just like, all right, I'm freaking done with this. Uh, so I went out cause I could get string to just barely go long enough. But yeah. You get like two wraps yeah. or like one wrap. It was like not stable. Um, yeah. So I went out and I bought three sets of spurts of locking tuners. You know, because it needed more weight on the headstocks, right into the, the neck. Absolutely, no neck. I mean, dive it only on has a, two necks. Yeah, yeah, no neck dive on a double neck SG at all. <laughs> Is um, any of back problems now? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> How did those happen? <laughs> and my six twelve no, touring rig with the tube head. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's unrelated. <laughs> it's it's uh, that. And the hearing in my right ear is uh, way less than my left ear. I'm sure that had nothing to do nope. with how I stood on stage either. <laughs> um, anyways, so while installing these uh, tuners on the headstock, all I had was, you know, a hand drill. So uh, what happens, of course, is I, you know, still relatively new to doing the guitar mods at that time. Um, I did, you know, put the tape at like the depth line and stuff, but... Epiphone, uh, Epiphone being Epiphone, you know, they're using woods of the right type, but from wherever they can get them. Mm. Mm-hmm. So if a piece happens to be particularly dense and hard to drill into, well, they don't care. <laughs> they have big <laughs> machines doing that. Dumb idiot Al over here going to drill in there so I can fit the Spurzel tuner in there. And uh, pushing really hard, pushing really hard, and all of a sudden the wood gets soft and zoom, and it comes out the other side of the headstock. So I had two tiny little holes going through my headstock. Dang it. <laughs> yep. And they're very it's obvious, just... too, because, you know, the yeah. black headstock face and the clear coat goes all white where the hole is. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, should take a Sharpie and I got made fun of there you for, go. for that one. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah yeah oh well i don't have that anymore it was a the double neck was a gift from my ex-wife when we got married it had the bad juju on had it the juju yeah had the yeah, <laughs> yeah the bad voodoo yeah take this cursed rock away from me <laughs> <laughs> yeah man i cast you into the sea i didn't cast it into the sea i just cast it into some other poor fool's life for eight hundred dollars Cool. Wow. Uh, that's. I mean, it's a metaphor. I don't know if you've heard of them. No. Or, okay. It's where. You what kind of jerk throws guitars into the ocean? Not Eric? something else. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking it'd be more like a hammer throw, like kind of by the headstock would be yeah. the most effective. Way. I don't. You could you could uh, surf on spin that, spin 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 it's double neck. Yeah. You really have to get spin into yeah. <laughs> any kind of distance. <laughs> really, what it would be is like that, like Dexter shoving a body overboard in the ocean. It'd be like me, like pushing the double neck to the edge of a boat, just like <laughs> leaning up against the bulkhead, yeah, pushing it off with your feet, barely yeah. shoving it over, just like. <laughs> <laughs> It was very heavy. I would like another double neck because I miss having a 12 string around and being able to bounce back and forth between. Get like a Dano or something. Totally. That's the one I want. Yeah. Yeah, I love those things. Yeah. Yeah, They're great. And it's, you know, it's a Dano. Yeah. It's weightless. Yeah, they're wafers. Yeah. It'll probably be worse for neck dive, actually, because the neck will be the only solid part about the guitar. Yep. Yep. 100%. (laughs) 
What? It's people that buy double necks that the reason neck dive exists because that's what they like. So they need to have six string guitars with neck dive too. So that's why guitars have neck dive. They're built that way for 12, for double neck players. What? Yeah. They're built to have neck dive? You yeah. totally lost me here. Because people that play them love it. I I think they just like the double neck thing. I don't think I don't they know. love I think it's the, to do with the neck, neck dive. dive. I think it's the neck dive. <laughs> it's like, it's, like, it's got to be the neck dive. Yeah, people who be. drive cars love car accidents. <laughs> no, it's no people that watch other people drive cars like car accidents. That's why they watch them. <laughs> who doesn't watch racing to catch an accident every, at least once in a while? Oh, man. It's true. It is. You know, I have a point. You know what? Yes. It's one of those things like, why doesn't, you know, when, when there's a, it's like, why doesn't golf have fighting in it, man? Wouldn't that make it exciting? Like, oh, you're both six feet from the hole. Fight it out. Yeah. Who gets to go first, right? Oh my God. (laughs) Good luck putting with the black eye. Trying to think of something else. That's relatable to that, like, that's not totally inappropriate. <laughs> well, the thing that pops into my mind is the, like, bikini football league. It's like, what is Is the, that still around? I don't think so. But, like, what was the point of that? I don't. What was the right. point of that? Well, you know what I mean. Like, it's <laughs> just like, oh, that's so stupid. Three Hooters restaurant owners. Got together yeah, and yeah, thought, no, absolutely. hey, absolutely. I like me some. So why not? Why not then teach <laughs> UFC fighters how to golf? <laughs> yeah, they got to do like something when they retire, yeah. right? Like yeah, Chuck yeah. Liddell out playing golf and knocking guys out for it, it would just make sense. Yeah, nobody yeah. would even be shocked by it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I would watch golf if they're you know like. If like the the green was everybody has to get there first, and then once you're there, if you're still on the green when somebody else gets there, you got to fight it out. Yeah, you remember that? You remember <laughs> the NES, like the old school eight bit Nintendo game Base Wars? No. Oh man, Base Wars was great. Standard baseball game, except you're playing as mother flipping <laughs> robots. Oh, hold on a second. Yeah, there's like three different types of robots. There's like tank bot. Yeah, yeah, this is all ringing a bell, robot. but we're talking. 25 years Anytime ago. Anytime there's a close call and the, and the umpires, normally would um, an umpire make a decision? No, the flipping robots have a mother freaking fight. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. That's what baseball needs to be relevant again. <laughs> we need to bring golf into the freaking 21st century too. I'm going to write an email to Dana White. Yeah. He just seems like a, like a... For every fight you win at every hole, you get more clubs in your... Oh my god! You start out with like a seven iron. And a putter. Yeah, you get like a putter and, <laughs> and a seven iron and a one wood. Like, here you go. Good luck. Oh my! Tiger has two mean swings, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, this is off the rails, man. <laughs> oh, you hit a sand trap. Oh, you're probably gonna own a sand wedge now, aren't you? Go out there and punch Jack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you, man. This, this is we're on to something. This is it. Yep. This is how we this make the money, idea. baby. Yeah. <sighs> That's so funny. <laughs> I like how the only two golfers I know are Tiger Woods and Jack Nicholson. Because <laughs> is Nicholson even alive? Is he like he's old, isn't he? If he is. He's alive, right? Yeah. I but I don't no think idea. he 
Hold on. I, think he's, I think he's still alive and he still golfs, but he's dressed really, really oddly all the time now. Is like, he? Yeah, like like Dennis Rodman. He's 85 years old. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, maybe don't punch Jack. Just turn him into powder. <laughs> uh, it's, listen, <laughs> listen, it's his it's his risk to take. He knows the <laughs> yeah, game. He knows the going rules. Going into it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. I would, like, <laughs> Tiger Woods would have loved to work out his divorce frustrations while playing his favorite game. That would have been therapeutic. <laughs> Al, what have you been up to, man? Not golfing. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I've been. What have I been up to? Um, I don't know if I said it on the show when it happened, because um, I have the memory of a dead goldfish. But Casper could remind me if it did or not. Um, but I, I reacquired my. You have long, not talked about. This. I have not talked about this. No. Well, how how much should I talk about this then? Oh, whatever. I'm going to bring it up. Um, so back in March and, uh, before you get to, yeah. it's, it's John Daly. That's the really weird guy that dresses in like, oh, okay. like Cindy oh, Lauper okay. on the golf course. I've never heard of John Daly. Oh, he's an old guy. Doesn't care anymore. He's on the daily show. He's the no, host. Different guy. I think that's a, oh. yeah. Oops. That's Tucker Carlson. Is it? No, yeah. it's not Tucker Carlson. <laughs> okay. Go on back in March. <laughs> 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 Tucker Carlson's on like Fox and Friends, like the opposite thing from the Daily Show. Trevor Noah's the Daily Show, I think. Or he's about John to, Daly. The John Daly Show. Trevor Noah's about to re- retire from the Daily Show. But anyways, back in March, um, I went out to a place a couple hours away from here. I'm, I'm gonna give the abbreviated version because mm-hmm. there's a documentary being put together about this. Um uh, but I went to a place to pick up a guitar. And uh, while I was there buying another guitar, I stumbled across the least likely thing in my mind that I could have ever stumbled across, which is my stolen acoustic, which was stolen five years ago. Yeah, five years ago this past June. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, so I, and uh, the stolen acoustic, was, I called it Old Rosewood or Rosie. And uh, it was, uh, it's pretty beat. <laughs> It's a very distinctive looking guitar. If, you've, if anybody's ever seen it, it's uh, I, I played a hole right through the top of that thing. It's uh, I get a lot of people ask me if it's trigger from uh, Willie Nelson's old, old guitar there, but um, so I knew it was mine the moment I saw it. It's it's got a lot of distinctive marks on it. It's unmistakable. There's a one change tuner on the headstock, things like that. Like I would know it from a mile away, and thank goodness because I freaking did. Um, so Buddy had it. I said, hey, it's my old stolen guitar, which is the worst way to react. Because then he was just like, cool, sell it back to you. <laughs> and uh, with my lack of poker face, I also had a lack of negotiating power. <laughs> dude knew I wasn't walking out there, out of there without the guitar. Anyway, uh, so I, I paid for my own guitar again. And uh, I have been playing the ever-living bejesus out of that thing. Um, which has been great. I'd really, really, like, I love guitar. I've always loved guitar, but I'd really kind of, I was struggling with the passion for playing. Mm. And, uh, the past few years I've played less than I've ever played in my life. 
and even even despite doing the show, like I would, you know, we were doing the the checking out the pedals and stuff, and and uh, giving reviews and stuff like that of, of equipment, and but I wasn't playing a whole lot in my private time, and that's really turned around the past few months. I've been playing just more than ever. Um, so much so that my poor acoustic is, uh, taken about as much wear as if I'd been on the road full time for the past <laughs> few years. <laughs> um, I think I sent a video to you. You were pushing on the backside of the top and you yeah. could see it like bulging up <laughs> yeah. through the, through the, the, yeah. the grain of the woods. Like, Ooh, yep. No, that's yeah. not going to last. <laughs> so there's going to be a couple more holes on the top and bottom of this over of, around the sound hole. And blows my mind. Cause you had my. Kronbauer for f- like f- five years and yeah there's not a sc- well there's a couple scratches on it but there's no like play wear scratches on it no i was very careful he didn't wear one. yeah he didn't wear an extra sound hole no <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was who was i was i was i talking to you the other night saying that i think it's i think it was over your game in the other night i was mm. like i think it's because when i was playing your guitar i got in the habit of being very careful with it it's it's yours it's I mean, it's one of your babies. You've got a few nice babies there behind you. But it's, <laughs> yeah. it's 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 a Kronbauer acoustic. These are not cheap. No, nor are they common. They're not a. They're not plentiful. No. Um, and uh, so yeah, it's 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 something sacred, and I and I tr- tried my best to treat it like that, even while on the road with it and stuff. I mean, I know you were like. And do do whatever with it, and I was like, "Well, it's got like it's no, gonna no, 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 no. it's it's gonna have like I, like I told you when I when I loaned it to you, I was like, it, it however it happens, it's gonna have its own story when it comes back, yeah, and and it it's, already has a very storied beginning, so it's true, yeah, but that is still a brave thing to do with an acoustic you're loaning to somebody who did who I very obviously you. knew what he had done yeah, to his previous, saw, man. Like, and I remember saying that to you, was like, you saw my last acoustic, right, like you. You know what I did to that thing. <laughs> anyway, so the, the yeah, the fire guitar as as it's known, your Kronbauer. Yeah. Uh didn't didn't hurt it really. No. Um nice. but now that I've been, had Rosie back, it's because I don't have any of that worry. I I think my my brain just immediately was like, we can do whatever we want. We can just play. like it's <laughs> no part of me is at all thinking like, careful boy. I'm just playing. Mm-hmm. And uh I think I got to get back to being careful. <laughs> yeah. The, like this thing, this poor guitar and I love it so much. Um, but it's, it's, it's old. It's, it's 1998. So it's 24 years old. Um, I got to start being careful with it. Cause yeah, there's, there's already one giant hole below the sound hole. Yeah. And now there's that's the second sound hole. That's the second yeah. sound hole. That's the yeah. ray. That's the reggae sound hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, the, the, I, the only reason that hole stopped is because I started hitting a brace, and uh, holding yeah. on the top. Well, now I can see that I'm starting to wear through the brace. There's a couple of grooves carved into that from my pick, and on the other side of it, I've almost worn through the top there too, as shown in the video. And then above the sound hole, towards my face. There's another hole, and that one is like that one's really thin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to film a little more stuff for this documentary that's happening. Yeah, and so I'm trying to be really careful so that like, because we did all these pictures and stuff for the documentary, 
And I'm trying to, so now I'm like, oh, I got to play the guitar really carefully or I'm all of a sudden in this <laughs> end of the documentary, there's going to be like bigger holes random in random holes. And it. like, well, the, where do those come from? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, and it just, they know. came from, they came from you, like loving it again, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, <laughs> I think is, that's cool. It is. It's, I, it, it's impressive that you've worn that well, much I, on that guitar. It, I don't know what it is. I've just. I can't, I'm just absolutely loving playing. I'm playing three to six hours a day right now, which nice. is a lot. Um, I'm just having a blast. Gosh, I'm barely doing, I'm like <laughs> maybe every two or three weeks. I might play three hours in every, every few weeks, like an hour a week, maybe. See, and I, I was like that for the last three years. I'd play like total in a week. I might play an hour to two hours, Yeah, but it was mostly, it was more like, Maybe twenty to thirty minutes, unless yeah. I was doing something for the show. Right. Um, I just, I just was worn out. I, I was not in a great place with guitar and with music and stuff. The pandemic was just, it just, yeah, took all the joy out of it for me. Um, but I've really been took all, back took all the money out of it too. Oh, <laughs> which, <laughs> oh yeah, I, was, I think that's probably what most independent artists can can say about the pandemic is it forced them to to struggle harder than they ever have yeah it was and, real sunshine and cakewalk before it was well no but i'm not saying that <laughs> no either. i know you weren't I'm... no but like if you wanted to and you really set your mind to it and you had a good like a good show and a great repertoire and like you do you could go and book shows and you did thank you right and that's that's saying something. Whereas the pandemic, it didn't matter who you were. You could you, you could be ACDC, and it didn't matter. You were not out to playing shows. Yeah, yeah, it was rough. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited to be playing again. I don't know if I'm learning much, which is I am fine, and that's the craziest part. You're learning, yeah, yeah, man, yeah, man. Like I'm learning. Like I spend most time finding like different positions to play the same things now or to play add on things of this, of like that will fit into what I'm, what I'm doing. That's a good place to be. That's no. And that's, but I never really did a whole lot of that before. You know, I, I know like maybe one, one scale, like really. And like, I have a whole book of them. I wish I would sit down and like focus (laughs) on that, but you know, time is of the essence or of is, is not very plentiful right now and never really has been, but it's, that's the thing is I actually find myself exploring and learning more and taking on different um, rhythmic ideas and different cadence ideas just because it's, you know, you know, sometimes you plateau. Well, this is the way it goes. You play so long, you learn, 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 and then you plateau and you sit there and you play that thing or those things that you've been working on or learning yeah. for a long time. And then and you go this long and then like say the joy falls out of it. So you kind of, stop for a bit or you don't play anywhere near as much and then something catches your inspiration catches your thought process and will take you off on another tangent another learning another learning arc and i think that's kind of what i'm stepping into is like i'm pushing through the the plateau barrier right now and not that i'm playing a lot but i can feel like every time i pick it up i'm doing something a little bit outside of my normal box which is usually how it starts See, I don't, I don't know if I'm doing that either. Like, I, I just... But you've also got, like, like three lifetimes compared to me of, of playing guitar. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I have, I 
started a lot younger, but for whatever reason, even if I am playing the same old rehashed stuff, sure, I'm just happy doing it, right? Which is a great place to be. Yeah. So yeah, I've been playing yeah, a lot, awesome. a lot of acoustic, probably almost exclusively acoustic. Every once in a while, I've been picking up my my offset um, and playing that thing, but. It's almost entirely acoustic. In fact, I lent out my parts-built guitar to a, a buddy Yeah, who uh, really likes it. <laughs> Didn't you borrow something to play in the, in the same space? Nope. He was, yeah, I thought there was something. Yeah, something. he's, gonna, he's, he's it, I'm, it's always open yeah. to borrow stuff, but I was just like, ah, don't worry about it right now. I, I he came into my store. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're, and I, I didn't. saw Connor. Yeah, I didn't recognize him at first, right? It, anyways, I was like, oh, yeah. and I, I don't know if he recognized me because I think we only ever met once or maybe twice. Yeah, and whatever, and he left, and then somebody else in the store knew him and was like, well, as such as we were having like a bit of a, you know, it's a fun place where I, where I work. The environment's fun, and uh, and we were just having kind of a kind of a row with the four or five customers that are hanging that were in there at the till at the time, and then he left, and somebody was like, oh, give him Connor a hard time, and I'm like, that's where I know him from. That's Connor. I was like. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Anyways, Connor, sorry. <laughs> I didn't recognize you at first. That's all good. <laughs> yeah. No, he's 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 got a bunch of cool stuff that's uh, on offer to borrow and try out for the show if you ever want to. And mm-hmm. He's which is great because he, he seems to have a knack for finding cool vintage stuff. So he really does. Yeah. Yeah, but he's uh, he's a lot busier himself, as you know. He's got a <clears throat> six month old daughter yeah. now, so you know life is pretty full on with kids. So that changes things. Yep. Yeah. So, um, do you face that much, Eric, when the, the, the plateauing type of thing, is that still a thing for, I mean, you're a pretty accomplished player. Um, and like, thank you. No, but uh, for all, for all intent and purposes, I, to watch you play, you look very, very comfortable. It doesn't matter really what you're up to, you know, in any video you put up, you look really comfortable in, in, in any, any type of music or thing you play inspired by a pedal or however you're demoing or, or, or doing tutorials or whatever on something, you look really comfortable. Do you still run into that? Are you still experimenting and pushing yourself um, past those plateaus still, or are you more focusing on um, creating the content stuff and using your toolbox for what you have in it? I, I think it's like, for me, it's a, it's a, a line that, I kind of walk, you know, um, in general, like I, I kind of, uh, released the notion that I would be a shredder of any sort. So like, I, I don't typically practice scales to like increase my knowledge or I'm not aiming for like shredder, you know? So I, I don't typically do that, but at the same time, you know, I'll, I'll try to learn some songs from other people who like, you know, just like you were saying, like different chord voicings or different chord progressions or something like that, or just something that like piques my interest. If it, if I think I could possibly get there, I mm-hmm. might push myself to do that. Um, I think, I think more often than not though, I think I'm in the, the camp that Al's in where uh, I just kind of enjoy playing um kind of exploring what i what i know what i'm capable of on the guitar cool yeah, i was just just curious because i it seems like every time i pick the guitar up because 
like I'm definitely not uh, a you know a 30 year veteran of playing guitar, so it's just I just don't have this. My toolbox isn't as big, and and it's it's curious for me because every every one of these lulls that I take where I kind of peter out and I don't really play a bunch of guitar and whatever, and then when I do start picking it up again, doesn't really matter how frequently I start picking it up again, something becomes more inspiring always it's always more inspiring to honestly i think you're in the same camp as us you just you know been playing for 10 years yeah instead of you know however long eric and i've been playing yeah because you you started playing because you wanted to write songs no started playing because i saw a guitar at best buy and i was like i want to i want to get a guitar (laughs) and then that really but man there was a there was some years of of plunking and not knowing and i think everybody goes through that and i guess another follow-up question i could ask of of you both is if you were to if you did find something new how rapidly do you absorb it and and full bring it into your into your fold into your toolbox because so and i'm not saying something super super elaborate like you know you're not like sweet picking or something if that's not something you do that's a huge daunting thing to take um, on and try to and try to master but yeah so something if you if you become inspired by a thing and you're like oh man this is this is catch i can't think of anything off the top of my head you know like i go between fingerstyle and picking all the time now like whereas before i was almost strictly fingerstyle like and very limited in my art- in my dexterity as a fingerstyle player um but I'm playing more and more fingerstyle, you know, adding another finger to the, to the fold, you know, is always something <laughs> new. Um, I don't pick that up very quickly. I, you know, my, I'll just, just, just to go first here. Suck it, Eric. Um, <laughs> for me, I'll, I'll let you take, I'll let you take the floor on this one. <laughs> you, have, you have your answer lined up? You got your answer lined up? Cause I mean, I know what I'm going to say. So, <laughs> Okay. You, you, Al, Do you want to go first? Do you want to go first, Jerk? No. Let Al go first because he will forget what he's okay. going to say. <laughs> uh, such a freaking Claude. Um, <laughs> I I have always approached guitar from a songwriting thing. I, I, I really pushed myself to learn more when I needed to learn a thing that I wanted to put into a song. Sure. So I've been guilty of staying at the same place. With, with my technique and my playing as long as it accommodated what I was trying to write. Sure. Um, and then when I get a, an, an idea or stumble across something that inspires me, um, sometimes I can pick it up right away. Mm. And other times it takes me forever. I've, I've had a little riff that I, I've been trying to... Well, it's written. It's all in harmonics. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sucked at playing it for forever. You've heard me play it here a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Usually, anytime there's a delay or a reverb we're monkeying <laughs> around with, um, and I, I pretty, I was pretty garbage at playing my own riff for a long time. I liked it. I could, you know, I knew it works. I could individually, I could get all the notes there eventually, and it was yeah, like yeah. that works. Um, but it took me until just recently to kind of be semi okay at getting it every yeah. time I choose to play it. Um, and then there's other stuff where like, like finger picking, for example, um, I, one of my, still to this day, possibly my favorite record ever is Weezer's blue album. No, really? I know. Right. <laughs> Such a shocker. Um, 
And one of the things that grabbed me right away was just like, they had such thick, heavy guitars all over that record. It wasn't necessarily what people would think of as like heavy music. No. And then at the same time, there was like organs and harmonicas and acoustic finger picked stuff. And especially the acoustic finger picked and the harmonicas were everywhere on that record. Um, and I thought that was really neat. And so like one of the first things I sat down to learn on guitar was, uh, the world has turned and left me here and it has this finger picked part throughout the chorus. Yeah. And I thought it was really neat and I sat down to learn it and I picked that up pretty quickly. I, I mean, I had, I went and bought the Weezer tablature book. So it wasn't like I was sitting there listening to the record doing it the hard way, yeah. the old school way. Wait, there's a different way to do it than that? <laughs> yeah, yeah you can the, even buy books about this. You can, and these days you don't even have to buy the books. Oh my god! Thanks, internet. <laughs> I actually, I have an ultimate guitar subscription from way, way back in the day. That oh, don't mean to interrupt, but did you know mm. that with that app, and I'm probably going to shoot myself in the foot here, that if you paid the premium one-time fee like ten years ago, you can usurp or like step around the monthly subscription one and don't have to pay for it. No, I did not. <laughs> yep. Nice. Well, good for you. Exactly. Very good for yeah, you. Yeah, a $40 investment <laughs> 10 years ago yeah. versus $15 a month. Now. Well, I mean, you know, you helped get them off the ground, so. Yeah, I guess so. They owe you. Um, <laughs> so I, I picked up that finger-picking stuff right away. Yeah. But where that hampered me is I'm really good at finger-picking with my thumb, my pointer, and my middle finger. Mm-hmm. I am dog shit. <laughs> bringing in my ring finger and my pinky might as well be a flipping unicorn for how you <laughs> it's just a myth <laughs> see and that's people use that in finger picking what right like, and yeah. when i started playing and and i actually i think i watched a movie that had a bunch of like it was like 60s folk kind of music in it and some of that was travis picking and so Travis picking is basically just Merle Travis played with his thumb and his index finger. Like he was a, he was a claw picker. Mm-hmm. And that's how I just, I didn't see them playing like that, but I know that I have like hammered out mechanic hands that don't move very well. So I can make my, my two, like my thumb and my index finger quite fast. And like, I can play pretty quickly and it just became really, really easy to play like that. It's become a huge challenge to undo that and learn yeah. to play with another finger. Yeah. It's the bad habits. Mm-hmm. Like that's harder because when I'm trying to learn something new, the bad habits are what slow me down. Oh, the big most. time. So I'm a big, like hang my thumb yeah. over the side of the fretboard thing. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. Lots of players do that. Very proficient ones. But where I'm, I'm bad is I'm bad for not changing that no matter what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you can't just have your thumb hooked around this and then do like really fast runs with your other four fingers no. up and down the fretboard. It's going to hold you back. You got to get your thumb out of there. Anyway, what about you, Eric? Hey. Can we go over the question? No, if something piques my interest, how quickly do I kind of like take to it? Is, that was the question. Yeah, yeah, in a nutshell. It, I think mine's a very similar answer. It's like sometimes uh, I'm trying to think of like a specific instance. Um, there's a, <clears throat> like my favorite guitarist forever 
has been Fred Mascherino. Um, and he, he used these chords, uh, where like he technically it's the root and the major or minor third of the chord, but the, the major or minor third is played an octave up. And he, he used this kind of these chord shapes to like, when I first heard it, I thought it was like two guitars because of the way that the chord sounded. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I, once I found out about that, I like I immediately went straight to it. I was like, I need to learn what, what he's doing here. Um, and then, you know, other things, so th- th- that was pretty immediate and it, it was chords. So like it, it kind of, it, it kind of made sense. Uh, but like another thing I can think of is like hybrid picking. So like you pick with your, mm-hmm. yeah, with your pick and then your, your fingers a little bit. Like, no, um, I see I that all the that time. So bad. But my, like I said, as soon as I try and get my ring finger involved in, in things, mm-hmm. it just gets, it gets bad real fast. But hybrid picking yeah, is so it, cool. Yeah. And I, I went through a, a, a long period, um, where I would listen to a lot of country and specifically Brad Paisley because he's such a, a great guitarist and he uses that technique a lot. So I, I went through a whole, like I went through a, a spell where I tried to learn how to do that. And like, I kind I got a little okay at it. I, I got okay in my way, but that was one thing that like, even still to this day, I I'm, I'm not proficient at it, mm-hmm. but whenever I can, I try to incorporate it. Um, but yeah, I, so just to say that like, it's all relative, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I'm always, I'm always listening for things that sound cool or like sound different or, you know, pique my interest some way. I've been really diving backwards. I think with music, like I, I was kind of, uh, you know, and the reason I'm bringing this up, because I've, I've kind of hit in that, like, running out of things to, that were giving me fresh ideas. Mm-hmm. So I started diving back through, like, familiar old favorites from my youth. Yeah. Um, yep. And and some stuff, I, found, <laughs> I started running into a problem where I was finding some stuff inspiring, but it was also stuff that, like, if you were to do it, it would sound so flippin' dated. Like there's, there's this thing with alternative rock in the late nineties and early two thousands, probably my favorite period of music. Cause that was really my, my teens and early twenties. The formative years. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's most people's musical formative years and sure. Not that era per se, but whenever your teens and early twenties were, um, for sure. And, uh, there was this thing going on in alt rock where it would be like, you you have one guitarist playing a riff uh, of power chords, and then the other guy would be doing these, you know, <laughs> bends. He'd be playing a, a like a a root and a fifth, and then you'd be bending it <laughs> up a whole step. Okay, and it's just like every flipping song, like it was all over Bush records. Yeah, all like everybody was doing it in that era, and it's like, especially in the Canadian alt rock scene, it was all over the place. Yeah, you can't listen to a Treble Charger song without that happening, or like, <laughs> yeah, um, or or Matthew Good, uh, you know, 
<laughs> and it was just like I was really, as soon as I was getting into these records, as I was looking for some fresh inspiration in old, you know, new water and old wells. Um, I was like, oh, I really like. That. No, you can't do that because it, it. Then, then you're the guy who's like playing. It's like when you went in the guitar stores and there'd be that old dude playing a gallop on a Les Paul through a Marshall, and then he would do some like solo with a little bit of reverb some chorus on it and you're like oh my gosh all right yeah we get it scorpion's awesome (laughs) (laughs) and then i realized i was like i think i've hit that stage (laughs) 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 it's like all the stuff i'm like this would be really awesome it's like it was really done by all those bands and yeah papa roach was cool bud we're done with it like (laughs) so papa roach is cool again thanks to tiktok uh, right well so I don't know. speaking of um, things that we thought were like the thing mm-hmm. back in the day, I think there are some players now that are developing and making music now that it's kind of so far outside the box that it's going to be revolutionary as we go forward. Like you can think about it. You guys know who Tim Henson is? No clue. Oh, yeah. Tim Henson, Paul Lafayette. Polythia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. And Scott. That dude. Both of them. Yeah, are Scott really LePage. Yeah. Oh, Those guys gosh, are yeah. insane. Watching him play, like, uh, it, he did an acoustic version of Playing God on YouTube. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even, like, fathom the hours that that man put yeah. into learning his craft. Prague, Prague is still yeah. the coolest stuff. It's so, so cool. And it just gets cooler yeah. and cooler. Like, it was cool in the 70s. It was cool in the 80s. Cool in the 90s. It continues to deliver just neat yeah. stuff because it's by its very nature of being prog, it's always pushing those next levels, doing something interesting. Yeah. I never would have mm-hmm. thought of doing music like Polyphia. I don't even know how to say the name properly, but me neither. Uh, like, like they're doing, it's so interesting. But then at the same yeah. time, I can see where like what they're doing descended from bands like Isis and sure. Tool, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like these complex, interesting, rhythmic very crazy melodies and stuff. It's like, all right, that's okay. I can see the progression. And then you hear them talk in interviews and stuff. They're like, yeah, we started off a lot heavier. Now we're a lot lighter, but we're doing these complex. It's like, it's, it's very interesting. It's like, okay, so they're building on the shoulders of giants and they're just way out there musically. And it's like, yeah, yeah. All right, I guess Dream so, Theater. So, so like that's really that's kind of it. Is like it, we all do that though. Yeah. We all we all build on the on our forebears and and we. It, it's like, but sometimes you get guys like that that are taking. They're just so, they're they're just, they're, they're just taking the they're taking huge strides like just 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 way way longer strides yeah. than than anybody else and I I just man like somebody else put me on to, um Tim Henson just. Into, as the individual when he was doing some sure. acoustic covers and stuff. And then I kind of, I fell down the rabbit hole yeah. and mm-hmm. it's, I think it, what triggered me, the thought was that you were talking about hybrid picking. And I was like, man, yeah. the best hybrid picker I ever seen is him. It, yeah. It's, Hands it's down. all over that. That's and what he's they like, play. he's hybrid picking, tapping and, and basically yeah. He's, yeah. he's, yeah, he, he, he will. And those, and guys like him, that are taking those long strides that are building these huge, um, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like they're, they're building a repertoire of, of incredible music that is so new and so out there. 
that you, we are going to be looking back at it in 25 years going, oh, man, you remember this? I think you would really yeah. like Alexander Misko. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's a left-handed guitar player also. He is. So oh, yeah. So there's that. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, he's got, he had to have a flaw. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> nobody's perfect. <laughs> uh, I, I, he's Ukrainian or Russian. I'm, I'm not sure. I think he's Russian. I'm um, mouthing What's his very... last name? Uh, Misko, M-I-S-K-O. And Alexander without, like with. Alexander, yeah, no E. Yeah. Um, mind-bending cool guitarist. Yeah, young guy it, too. Very young guy, and I would never like he does stuff like and and it's almost commonplace in his world of playing that those types of players, where they're doing tapping and percussive stuff, and at the yeah. same time they're just randomly reaching out and grabbing a machine head, turning one string down two steps while it's ringing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, what yeah. in the, <laughs> what are you doing, you wizards? Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> it's it's crazy what people are doing these days. I. I I am so floored and and humiliated almost. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I should have practiced more. Right. Um, but at, at the same time, it's so dang cool. It's yeah. so dang cool yeah. to see what can be done, uh, what people are doing, where they're taking the instruments, and and where to me. That's a great point. By the by the, the way, too. Yeah. The instrument that we know to be more hundreds, like old. Yeah, and, and this and, is to me in like, its in its basics. It hasn't really changed. No, but it's yeah. it's always progressing, and and we can see this. This to me is showing where the instrument is, yeah, going to continue to stay relevant. You know, you know that stupid article that was floating around for a while of like guitars dead, um, and this was and this was like before what I would call the what, well what everybody's calling these days the the new golden mm-hmm. age of guitar, where it's like it's so far from dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. there's more new players than ever. There's more brands doing cooler things in every possible aspect of the the instrument than ever. Um, maybe it's dead if you're one of the huge box, not huge box, huge brands, sorry, um, yeah. where it's like, and I don't think it's dead for them in any way at all, but maybe it's different for if you're one of them and you're looking at like, well, it's hard to compete with like 800,000 new pedal makers and all yeah. these different new boutique guitar builders that are doing interesting things that can sure. pivot to things but, faster. But, but when it becomes about the the spreadsheet and not about, you know what I mean? Like when everything becomes about yeah. the numbers game instead of about the instrument, that's... Yeah. That's where that kind of goes. Like I can think of one big brand that mm-hmm, you know <laughs> <laughs> they they listen to the show and they don't like us. You no, can just name all. them. It's so, all good. So like neither I, of us is getting a Gibson. I'm gonna say right out the right out the gate here though. <laughs> if we're gonna bring up Gibson, is that my SG has got to be, if not my favorite, it is like top two. It, it, I I love that guitar. I love that guitar. That a killer guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But like. <laughs> They they're they're just playing a different game. The the big yeah. companies they're in a they're, different thing, and I but I think you can really tell that the old guard in guitar land has died off substantially. I don't want to use that phrase because we are rock gods are dropping like flies, man. Like well, so I'm they're not, I'm not talking necessarily just rock stars. I'm just talking that baby boomer generation that yeah. all they wanted was the old brands that they saw their heroes playing, which is sure. you know when their heroes were playing there was only like four brands, mm-hmm. so. You know, yeah, they were all playing Fender, Gibson, and, and then there was Paul McCartney rocking the Beatle bass. Yeah. 
Of course, because there was actually like a Hoffner. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I hate that it's called the Beetle Bass. Why? It's shaped like a beetle and it was played by a beetle. What else are they going to call it? Uh, the Viola Bass, what it's called. No. That's what it's the Beetle Bass. Right. <laughs> <Anyways. laughs> it's actually just no. <laughs> it's just, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just saying that that generation is, is disappearing. The guitar generations that are coming in are. Uh, according to a couple of studies done by, well, Fender and others, um, huge numbers of women, more than 50% of all new players are women, which is completely yeah. changing the game and, and, totally. and the approach. Um, we're seeing stupid things die off, like all the, you know, Nam isn't full of booth babes anymore, which is great. <laughs> that's, like, the, that's the world over, though. Yeah. Really, oh, honestly, yeah, and this is a huge society. step in a in the right direction. Totally. <laughs> like, hey, where was our product good? I don't know, but check out Bikini Babes. Stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's nice to see that, like, the, the, the instrument is going new places, going new directions, and we're starting yeah. to see, like, this 300-year-old instrument do cool things. Like, you know, how... Look at the shift in um, fan frets and, mm-hmm. and extended range yeah. instruments. Like, Or even, um, <clears throat> what are the, what's the true... True... True tune, to, or whatever the they true are. Temperament frets. True temperament frets, like yeah, the wiggle frets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The squiggly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah squiggle frets. I don't know go. if those have, have gotten anywhere yeah. near the purchase that that ex- fan they, frets have, but but they exist nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. we know we know people that work with them. Yeah, the, and that's that that is a testament to exactly what you're saying. Yeah, they are definitely getting a purchase. Yep. The <laughs> fan frets have have become completely mainstream. Mm-hmm. True temperament frets have been around yeah. since the at least the 80s. Sure. Um, but you'd see them on like, like Uli Roth or something like one random dude like had to have them and no one else cared. Um, and now you've got a lot of outfits and mostly in like the boutique, I would say prog shred metal brands or, but it's out there. Um, but it's neat to see like anybody that's in the boutique steel string acoustic world, they make fan fret instruments alongside. I made one even. Mm -hmm. It's true. You have a bass. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, you know, Dingwall, I think Dingwall, more than anybody else, has got to get credit for... Yep. I'll give it that. ...for bringing that to the masses. So, I think the first time I ever heard of a Dingwall bass, long before I ever played guitar, um, a friend of mine's dad played in, like, a blues band that toured, the, you know, the area. They don't even know if they, like, got outside the Okanagan, like, you know... Just a bunch of old guys. So they right. just they go out and they play a bunch of 70s rock songs and stuff. But he had a fan fret bass. From, uh, he had a Dingwall, one of the very, very early. Like, we're talking 14 years ago? Like, quite a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was like, what the hell is this thing? Like, that's a thing? And, stick and, out. Uh, oh, yeah, and he's like, he's, he, was, he was telling me, because I think he was home and he was jamming out on it when I was over at their house. I'm like, what the hell is that? And what's wrong with it? Like, why is it like that? And he's <laughs> like, no, it's it's the greatest bass I've ever owned. He's like, I've been playing bass for 40-something years. He's like, it's the greatest thing. It, the intonation is perfect. It's, for yeah. all intent and purpose, it's the best tuned bass he's ever played. And I, I, I am to agree. Like, it's something else. And so, but that was a long time ago when Dingwall, you know, back when, it's probably back when like Ed or uh, Earl Pereira was, was signing on as a 
as an he, endorsee early on in Earl, prototype land. Because Earl lives in Saskatoon where Dingwalls right. are made. So him and Sheldon, like, well, Sheldon was trying to get the company up and running. Earl was one of those first guys in the door. Yeah. yeah. At the time, to Earl, it was just like, oh, there's a local base builder? Rad. Let's, you know, it wasn't like Dingwall bases, like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't being played by rock stars around the world. It was just like, it was like Trevor Cronbauer yep. was to you and me. It was just like, oh, there's a cool guy building a coot. Like, and, and it's like, you know, <clears throat> and, but probably the same experience, actually, because now it's like, Holy crap, his guitars are in the hands of some pretty big stars. And yep. Um yeah, Earl was in there in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm, crazy, I'm thinking eh? that that he it it was that old. Very well could have been. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a new purchase yeah. for him. Anyways, but it just oh, that reminds me I want Earl's uh, white base. Yeah. That prototype ding wall he's got. Oh mm-hmm. I I want that so bad. I asked him what he would sell it for and the number was not good. <laughs> but he said a number. He said a number. It was not an Al friendly number. <laughs> not an Al friendly number. No. And that's like, and Earl's like, Earl and I are pretty darn close friends. Yeah. So the number he gave me was, I'm sure, a little a buddy bit rate. cooler. Yeah, than, he gave you the good guy rate. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to say it, but <clears throat> it was not a good number. <laughs> it was definitely a, uh, you know, he, he, and I get it because A, it's a prototype dingwall. It looks very different than yeah. present day dingwalls. Mm-hmm. And even just as a prototype alone, it would be worth quite a bit of money. But he's also a flipping rock star who's like toured that base with the Rolling Stones and ACDC and stuff. Like, it's got some providence. I get it. Yeah. And also, he's yeah. got to live with the fact that if he sold it, he'd never get it back. He's got to live with that. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. So I get it. I'd charge a high number too. But yeah. <laughs> It also breaks my heart because I'll never get that base. <laughs> Give it to me, Earl. Yeah, Earl. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so good. It's yeah. So good. It's like. I've seen him play it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it gives him superpowers, actually. Yeah, he jumps six. To levitate. Yeah. <laughs> His usual pogo sticking has an extra. I don't even know how he, ha- how he sings. Man, while I don't, doing I don't that. know, man. I've, I've probably. Man, I, I like. Go on. I climb the stairs from here to the third floor, and I'm winded. I know. It's, I I get it. I, I've probably done dang near a hundred shows with the guy, and I don't know how he does it either. And I and he's afterwards. He's still like, "Let's ready party, man!" Like, what in the? Yeah, I don't know, man. The guy's five years older than I am, and in, in, in a party animal, he can he can go all day and all night. And I'm staring down the barrel of my. 41st birthday here and I'm I'm ready to just cry well, that's a few and days a away thinking about it yeah it is yeah, well, by close. the time yeah, this airs actually we'll, days, happy right? birthday Al oh thanks buddy <laughs> yeah a couple days away three days away wait what's the date today 25th 25th oh two days away two days away oh my old I I never cared much about my age like I was only like eh, whatever until like 40 yeah and then 40 was like mm-hmm. Oh, that's undeniably middle aged. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're 40 next year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like eight months, six days, yeah. 42. I know. <laughs> but no one's counting. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I bought this guys- convertible. <laughs> and- <laughs> I did not just uh, buy a brand you- new Jeep. And- <laughs> yeah. no. Oh, yeah. All right. So. Let's uh, let's let's bring this puppy back around a little bit. We're yeah, yeah, we're all over the map. All right, which is fine. Uh, I haven't done an episode as in a we long do. Time. Uh, yeah, it, it happens. 
Plus, you know, it seems to happen a lot with Eric, <laughs> which I'm fine with. Are you, are you saying I'm the problem? Uh, well, you're left-handed. I mean, mm. it makes sense. Oh, come on. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to get one in in the show. Come on. Although I think you already, that, was, that was the second one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I, Which I is it. very I low. It. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate the you're being reserved. <laughs> I'm becoming more tolerant. <laughs> uh, anyways. So you <laughs> you were working on a few projects, man. I, like you got three that I can think of right now. Me? Yeah, with with just yeah. in the guitar mods and and builds world. Yes. Yeah, that's I've the the jazz master, then the the parts caster concierge build, and then what's the third one? You have a pure Salem being. Oh yeah, yeah, the pure Salem. I'm getting my pure Salem painted by my friend. Yeah, you're right. Mm. And don't forget your YouTube channel. And Instagram. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just talking guitar Those build things. specifically. Mm. Those are he's got got three going on at once. Yeah. We've got one going for the show. Yeah, yes, we do. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. We still now that we're firing up again, start start pushing along on that pretty soon. But still going to find yeah. somebody who wants to handle because this whole thing is it's a charity thing essentially. Yeah. Um, so we still got to find somebody who's willing to handle covering the shipping because. That is going to be a big thing, potentially. Possibly. Depending on where it goes. Maybe the winner will be 30 feet away from us. That would be really convenient. I can't win. That's too bad. Away from us. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a sweet guitar, man. It, like, it <laughs> is. Yeah, it's only a million. It's pretty sweet. Speaking of parts, cancer, concierge. Thanks, Gary. Gary, you're awesome. Um, and the neck for that is uh, looking pretty cool underway and mm-hmm. under being built um yeah i want to do another build eric's really put the motivation the lit, desire lit the fire to, again yeah yeah well and it's it's because like so he's he's been working on three but like we mm-hmm. you and i've been predominantly talking about two which is the one you're doing with with gary at parts caster and then the yeah uh, the left-handed jazz master and this is your second jazz master you've 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 been yeah. building and modifying and stuff, and I had such a great time doing mine. Watching you do a second one has really lit the thing under me of just like I want to do one too. I just yep. keep going on that one. On the one I have, yeah. Because there's just the only thing left that I want to do to it is replace the wiring with something from Gun Street. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, I don't want to touch a thing. It's perfect. It needs nothing. Have you ever um, thought about taking a drill and a chisel to it? <laughs> Only recently when this friend of mine <laughs> got a little rammy with the wood modifications. <laughs> Someone just, called me a madman and I really like that. I mean, I but did yeah, take it. probably right. I took a chisel to my telly. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, because the, the route wasn't deep enough for the battery. Right, for you the, did. Yeah. So I tried to do it with a force in your bit in the drill press but the cavity's too tight it's just i couldn't get it all and get it smooth and yeah so i had Mm -hmm. to go and buy some wood chisels and like plane it down oh friendo i remember that cavity listen 
Yeah. Yours that sounds quite really tight. dirty. <laughs> I remember that cavity. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Speaking of cavities, uh, largefurdaddies.com for all of your... Anyway. And you're giving some really, really perverse website a lot of press right now. Oh, that probably is a website, too, isn't it? I am not looking I'm it up not for you. I'm not putting that into my phone. No. I'm not Googling that. No, me either. I mean, get some, you know, income for the show off oh, of it, you know. <laughs> anyway, speaking of that, we're always looking for sponsors. Speaking of horrible cavities. Um, oh, no. And horrifying things people do in them forcefully. Oh, jeez. Um, no, the, what you did to your telly was like, it, it's like comparing a puppy tripping on the sidewalk to what Stalin did to his own people in the fifties. Wow. It's, like, I'm just saying what Eric did in the cavity of this, this jazz master. Okay. The jazz master's fine. First of all, really? How are you mount the pickups, Eric? I am going to mount, I'm going to do a different, I'm going to do a different set of pickups, but if I have to mount the jazz master pickups back, I don't fucking know, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon the use of my foul language. Uh, that's but the yes, greatest that is, answer that's, there ever could be for that question, right I, there. It's just great. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Boy, we're really loving the uh, sudden freedom. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry. No, don't be. Yeah, I, I put you in a corner on purpose. <laughs> uh, that was great. <laughs> no, actually, I, I mean, you and I have been talking about these mods nonstop for um, a while. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> weeks. Um, I I'm I'm super excited about some of the ideas bandied back and forth, and and uh, that's yes. that's what's been fueling the fire to to get involved and start working on another build of my own is is just like the the possibilities. It's always the excitement of like infinite possibilities, right? Yeah. And it's, yeah, the only thing stopping me is my lack of infinite money. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> uh... It is a thing for sure. It's true. It's true. I, I think I feel like I've been just chasing fun or like happiness or something. Like, like it was literally I was sitting on the couch and I was like, "Yeah, I can, I want to see if I can re- weight relieve that jazz master." And then was like, it heavy? Mine, mine is heavy. It's, the body it's, on mine, it's yeah. decently heavy. Yeah. yeah, and both of yours have been right, Eric. Like the two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should yeah. take my base for us for a spin. Listen, okay. I, again, my, my back mistakes apparently like the bad weight bad. of an apple to a dead star. <laughs> <laughs> it's so heavy. Yeah. I actually ha- I yeah. bought like a big fat padded strap for it, and it's not enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> Get you one of those stands to hold the base for you. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Just put a pillow in between your shoulder and the strap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not I a thought about idea. it. Yeah. Have to wear still weight on your spine. I just but... have to wear a girdle. Just yeah. To... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine mine was pretty heavy. Like I remember feeling like mine got a lot lighter when I put the Rubato neck on it. Carbon fiber does that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it was after building 
finishing Major Tom, the the parts caster build. That thing weighs feathers. Yeah, it's it's nothing. Um, nice. I was picking playing that guitar a bunch. When I would go back to the offset, it was like, oh, this this has actually got quite a heft to it, and it's all right here in the body. Yeah. Before the weight was a little more balanced to give credit to the squire neck that it started with. Yeah. Um, the weight was more balanced because the neck also had a chunk of weight to it. Now I have mm-hmm. a very much weightless neck and the weight isn't, is all in the body. So it is no neck dive to it, which is great, but it has made me aware of how heavy that body is. And, and I, I, and I, so like, I see where you're coming from with like, yeah, I'm going to hack this, <laughs> all this extra wood out, Eric, because I have considered the same thing. I yeah. I I eventually landed on maybe someday if extra money allows, the one uh-huh. thing I might do to my offset is actually just replace the body entirely. Yeah. Um and and buy a light one, but I don't really have a reason for that other than the weight because it's the guitar is phenomenal, it sounds great, it plays great, it's it feels perfect, it, it's it's because it's got those um. The skate top pickups in it now. Ah, uh, McNelly's. McNelly's, yeah. right? Yeah, those worked out really well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I really like them. I almost feel bad because I, I wanted to put in some, like, wide-range humbucker-style yep. Jazzmaster-type pickups. Yeah. But I don't want to, like, this having skateboard toppers on pickups mm-hmm. in a guitar is so cool. Like yes, I just, it I is. can't bring myself to yank them out of there because, like, oh, they're just too cool. And I don't know if McNelly's really even doing that anymore. I don't know. So I, the ones you have are the only the only ones I've ever seen. Yeah, I haven't gone looking though. They, I mean, they were like they were working with Prisma Guitars. That was yeah. who was providing them with them. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if they do it for sale anymore. They, they don't offer the Jazzmaster ones like that anymore. That's yeah. for sure. They might offer humbuckers or stagger spiders or something, but or P nineties maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's technically what their Jazzmaster pickups are, is more like a P90. They're kind of a hybrid design. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. might be able to get them in, like, P90 frames. You know what I mean? Like a standard, Maybe, yeah. A standard P90 size. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But I have them. Yanking them out would seem to be, like, an incredible yeah. crazy move. Yeah. Oh. It, it, there's just a common, I don't know. I'm, I'm proud as hell as that guitar. And it's like the combination of like this weird carbon fiber neck with a kind of dark red fretboard skate deck pickups. And then the white that just works so well together. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'll ever change much about that thing. I'll just kind of, it is what it is. Yeah. It's very cool. It's very cool. Thank you. Yeah. I really like it. I need more, <laughs> more offsets. Um, yes, I have a more offset. You do have a more <laughs> offset. That thing is stonking. <laughs> yeah, I think the one that I'm getting from Parts Caster is a similar shape. Is that like a meteor shape? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mine's gonna be a similar shape. So I it was. Will not be. Exactly I was so shocked right. by how small that body is. Mm-hmm. I was really like, oh, like first time I saw it, I was like, holy smokes, this thing is. When you when it's you tiny. Showed that thing to me in person for the first time. It all of a sudden clicked in my head that I could never buy one. The the offset yeah. in particular, yeah. Because it's like, I yeah, you again, look, like, like the bear playing the ukulele That's effect. exactly what I was going to say. 
Yeah, but it sounds so good. He's well, he and somebody, some genius, had the idea when they ordered one from him to scale that body size up to like a three thirty five size, his Wayfair mm-hmm. size to be like a RD size. It's a big, it's a big guitar, but it's still a more, so it's hollow and it's light. Yeah, as it's hell. light as heck. Yeah. So it's yeah. that shape scaled up to like kind of a standard semi hollow size, and nice. it looks rad it looks yeah. great but so like uh, if i'm ever in a position where i can get myself a more which you know how bad i want one mm-hmm. um i might go that way but i've always kind of yeah. fantasized about the standard wafer, the wafer like, like yeah. casino style i've held um, a few of them now they're they're yeah i can get to play any of them because they weren't in that stage yet but <laughs> stupidly cool though. they're very very cool yeah like I th- so it would either be the, the larger size Offset like yours or or the his Wayfair yep. that he's legendary for. So Yeah. But as much as I love yours, I'm just self conscious about playing tiny guitars and I won't tolerate it from anything but an SG anymore. <laughs> the I think the neck feels narrower than my SG. Because I just played them kind of back to back today. Once like, it looks narrower from here. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I haven't measured it, but it's uh Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I used to be a real big fan of, of strats and then I kind of became a telly guy. And then it's a good thing. I've kind of moved on from that to just not in a, I'm actually in love with the fact that because of all the hipster vibe around offsets, um, you can get them in just so many different varieties. Yeah. yeah there's so many people doing um, a version of one of some kind. You yeah. Know? And, but they're so comfortable. I built myself an offset, um, 12 years ago. That was uh it was a telly. Yep. But I I would like to do another one of those, I think. Yeah, I think the only real shape that I that I think I'm like, man, I gotta get one, like I really want is um it, those I don't know if it was Supro it's kind of like a Les Paul like like a Spanish style single standard cut type single thing. cut. But the way the way they do the cut on those is just like oh I just mm. love the look of them. I think it's the duo something or other. Connor just had one. Oh, I know what you're talking what about. What is that thing? I can't um, remember the name of them. I don't remember the name of the model either. They look sharp. I think he's I think he's sold that one now. Yeah, he did. Him and I were talking about it, but it was just he was selling it for what it was worth and I just couldn't couldn't justify spending that much money on another guitar at the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's a cool guitar is that guy. Anyway, anyway. So a Supro single cut is kind of like my <laughs> my really only dream guitar left that I that I oh, just there's never an end for me. Yeah. <laughs> is there an end for you, Eric? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I would like another Squire Classic Five Jazzmaster that you can mount pickups. If anyone to. out there, yes, yeah. <laughs> now that my body is not pickup mountable. <laughs> Do a third they, one, huh? they, Yeah, they got me though, because like I, I wasn't really in the market for any guitars. Uh but I really liked how my first one came out and it, it required a lot of work. Oh, your first and, one's so good. I feel bad for you because both of your left handed ones have reflected I th- what you've what you've rightly, I think, put a pin on. Um a lack of care. In uh, fretwork, in their, in well, just the left-handed market. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, yeah, I'm I'm not sure. I'm I'm still curious if it's like just all of the classic vibe series jazz masters. I may, I'm thinking your experience, Al, might have been the outlier in that. Maybe, but I mean, the reputation and the the general positive reviews that those things have gotten makes me think that I'm getting the average experience. Yeah, that's that. That could be very true. Because I mine, yeah. was, mine was fantastic. It really was, and but both of yours have had pretty substantial issues, to be honest. Yes. So I don't know that yours ever had any like substantial issues, but in its stock trim, I didn't enjoy playing it. No. No. Just didn't grab you. No. Like it's that's like well, it, it's a guitar and it plays, but it, you know it just didn't sound maybe. It, Maybe it wasn't set up at the time properly, and it, maybe the intonation was out. I don't know. It just didn't, like I say, it didn't hook me. Like, holy crap, yeah. I need, I need this. I think for people looking at for a, a jazz master at a, a, you know, a very reachable price, that you just you can't beat them. Um, no, no, not at all. But now, well, but I mean, it's <laughs> it's not really a Squire classic vibe. Anymore. There's nothing left but the body from Squire well, and, and the wire, and the <laughs> you know. I the bodies that Squire makes, other than the fact that their woods are, you know, there's probably nine pieces glued together to make that body. Um, other than that, the the weight is the only problem with them. Uh, they're they're. Is that really like that big of an issue? No, honestly, the the quality of the body is is there. Yeah, it's it's. I would say it very much is near anything made in the USA. Um, it's it's a fine body. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a solid paint color, so it you know. I don't really give a rip that it's made of umpteen pieces of wood yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I definitely found at least three seams <laughs> whenever I was I was doing my surgery. When uh, when I sanded down my Mexican standard telly to turn that one into the time machine, that one was five pieces. Wow. And that's made in Mexico. So Squire is, who knows? You know, they're just, like I said, they're buying the right type of wood. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this has to be an alder or an ash yep. or a mahogany. Yeah. That's the focus. And other than that, if they need to cut it up into nine pieces to make the right slab, that's what they'll do. Yeah. And that's, mm-hmm. that's fine. That's how you get guitars at, at a certain budget, right? Yeah. For the most part, one piece bodies that are attractive and strong enough to make into a nice guitar gets the premium ticket from pretty much anybody. So I get it, but yeah, I, I do feel bad that cause the, the first one you got, it had major machine head issues, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had to, I just had to replace all the tuner heads on it like immediately. Cause one of them wouldn't stay in tune and then one of them would slip most of the time. Yeah, see, I didn't have that. That's and that's a crappy issue to face right out of the box. That's a warranty issue. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the second one you got had like, what was it the frets that were? The frets were the worst. Yeah, uh, both frets, both both guitars had needed uh, their frets polished because they they were scratchy on the top. But like, I mean, it's just. It's just like anything a normal setup would cover, kind of, or maybe like an extensive setup where like someone levels the frets or makes sure that they're level and then polishes them and crowns them. 
Yeah. That I, sort I, of stuff. That should done. be done by the factory. <laughs> yeah. Really? And yeah. it, and it passed inspection. I think, Al, I think I sent you the, the video of like, I got the card that it said like, Oh, this passed our 55 point inspection. And frets was marked off on there. And, and I was like, that's <laughs> someone's, someone's really trying to get away with, yeah. Not doing their job. Well, they only build left-handed squires on Mondays and Fridays. You know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, that, this is going to sound shady, and I'm not, I'm not making an accusation, but it would make a certain amount of sense if there were some unscrupulous production manager out there mm-hmm. for squire. That would be the uh, production batch to slack off on because the number of complaints <laughs> coming back, even if it's a hundred percent of the guitars are getting complained about, yeah, it's, it's not going like to compare. 10%. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be a big number yeah. in the overall production of what Squire puts out. So it would be yeah. a lot easier to get away with, which sucks. I, I yeah. Long oh, well, story I'm short, learning new things, so that's cool. If you're listening to this and you're a lefty and you're wanting to buy one of the Squire Classic Vintage Jazz Masters, Classic Vibe? Yeah, Classic Vibe. Classic, classic vibe. vibe, yeah. They used to be the Vintage Modifieds. Right, thank you. If you're wanting to buy one of the Classic Vibes, might be best to try it out in person or uh, make sure that whoever you're buying it from and is shipping it to you um, has a very friendly return and exchange policy. And I was, if you're going to a store like, you know, a big box and, you know, like if you're down the States, I guess like a guitar center or Long and McQuaid in Canada, um, they have tech departments, play the guitar. Yeah. If there's, if there's issues have a really good look at it. If there's issues, be like, Hey, this thing, mm, make them do it. They're the, they're the oh, warranty center yeah. anyways. Yeah. You know, cause I mean, maybe, maybe that's why I got away. Mine felt great. Cause I did go to the store and played it and I, just like, yeah, I like this. I could do nothing to this and enjoy it for what it is. That store in particular actually takes a bit of pride in what they put on the floor. Like, I don't really like the staff there. I, well, you, hey, I'm, I'm not <laughs> going to be honest. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm not going to debate that with you at all. But um, they do actually put, I, I think they go through a once over. Yeah, a they pretty should. extensive one. When, when uh, I, was, I know the acoustic room is is maintained quite regularly. When when uh, when I was managing at, at the Long McQuaid I worked at, um, every instrument that I unboxed or anybody unboxed the guitar department, um, we would go over and intonate and set up and make yeah. sure like it was just a. So one would hope for sure, like, hundred percent. Um, but yeah. Yeah, Eric, Eric had some bad experiences, folks, and uh, but at the same time, you were buying them to do some level of modifying to them. So, yeah, I was going to make another left-handed joke, but I'll leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I would, I, I want to switch a little bit here. Um, so, if anybody's wondering why we've been gone so long, it's because I essentially put a forced hiatus on us. Um, not in a hard ass yeah. way. Just he to, was just like, 
you, Casper. Yes, right. right. <laughs> your stupid bald head and your stupid beard, and your basement's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and your mom's bald head and your great granddaddy's. And I don't know yeah. why I'm saying Barbara and the bald thing because I'm on my way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I was struggling with my mental health. There was some stuff going on in my life. I needed to take some time off. Um, so I'm sorry it came out of nowhere and there was very little warning listeners. I know I posted a little bit about it on our social media, but, um, thanks for, for hanging out and being patient essentially. Um, but you gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. You gotta take care of yourself. And I know, you know, some of you out there have uh, messaged. I know some of you have had some of those struggles. Um, and you gotta, you gotta do what you gotta do. I have found, um, this is where I'm going to swing it around. We're going to bring it back on topic. I have found myself, um, I need to keep my mind active. I need to have things to focus on to keep my mental health in a positive step. Um, so setting up my guitars, doing guitar mods, um, or even just completely unrelated activities. Turns out I actually get a ridiculous amount of enjoyment out of carving pumpkins. <laughs> really been enjoying this Halloween season. <laughs> I haven't carved pumpkins in like 20 something years. I learned a whole new way to carve pumpkins last week. Was it the, like you cut out the bottom? Cut out the bottom and use a egg beater to loosen up everything. Just Yeah, pump- I watched that video too. Brilliant. Like, I was like, and then you just set the pumpkin over the candle. Yeah. I, I haven't done that. I'm going to do that with the next pumpkins I'm working on. Right. Um, so your place has got like 72 pumpkins stacked all over the lawn furniture in your neighbor's place. and like We <laughs> <laughs> got a couple. I, I was really happy with them, and I put them outside. And uh, I guess the deer liked them, too, because they've been munching on them. Dogs, too. So Dude, <laughs> dogs love the meat of a pumpkin. Well, I, we don't have stray dogs running around, but we... Just saying. There's a lot of deer. For the that, listeners may not know that. <laughs> okay. Just don't <laughs> overfeed, because then... Well, yeah, no, you don't want Runny that. dog poop yeah. is not a cool thing. <laughs> um, but the, so the pumpkins I made have a bit of a bewildered expression to their faces. I haven't and, seen any of these. I the can't deer, wait. I uh, put them on Instagram if you want to. Um, the deer that have been munching on them, for whatever reason, they go for the eyes. And so they've been like <laughs> expanding the pumpkin's eyes and random one bite mark at a time. So my bewildered pumpkins look very shocked. <laughs> it's kind of, I like them better now. It's been great. I got to look at this. Um, but yeah, so I've been, I've been doing stuff like that. Uh, I've been talking to other people that have been through a lot in the past year. Like uh, Eric, you and I have been talking a lot. Yeah. Um, I've just been trying to, I've been finding that focusing on, on things that bring me any amount of joy, whatever they are. Did you find the oh, yeah. <laughs> So, dude, I, I, I did see these. And the, the one with the line, tiny little slit for a mouth, Yeah, I love it. I just love it. His <laughs> eyes can be any shape, and he's just going to gonna create this character, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, really, I was pr- quite proud of my pumpkins. They're simple, but fun. Yeah. But, yeah, you see how the, like, the deer bite marks like kind of make them extra... Yeah, <laughs> extra kooky. <laughs> uh, um, so I'm finding that, I, and I want to say, I hope, I hope, if anything else, for any any of you out there, and uh, I, um, I know it's not exclusively male listeners. I hope it's not our show is not exclusively male listeners, because that would be depressing. Um, but I know the majority of the ones who talk to me are male listeners. 
And depression teams since trends higher with men, I think because traditionally men have not been encouraged to talk about a lot of this stuff that is changing. Mm-hmm. I hope it continues to change. Um, but I hope uh, anybody out there who's struggling with that kind of shit, um, if you can't find someone to talk to, find something to do. Yeah, that would be that would be my encouragement. Yeah. Carve a pumpkin. Do a puzzle. Find something. One of the best things. If you like math, do a Sudoku. A Sudoku. Oh God, I'm not kidding, man. If you I like, I like, Sudoku, I just like embrace math. the depression. <laughs> no, <laughs> I like, I like place. math, but they're like, they're frustrating to a point. But it's like, it ties you up, ties me up for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just finding those things that that bring the positive endorf- endorphins into your life. We, you and I, Casper, we have a pretty regular online gaming yep. t- team. Um, that has saved my life during this pandemic. It was like I was I went from you know touring and playing a lot and doing stuff to just nothing. Yeah, just stuck alone in the woods and well until the fires made us evacuate the woods. Yeah, yeah. Um, if if it wouldn't have been for that, I would have just gone up the wall so whatever it is you know find find that thing um and and, and i you know i don't want to force you into this eric but i know you have more than a lot of people have in the past year my friend you have been through the ringer and you have uh if i may be so bold kicked ass in the face of much hardship um I'm so proud to call you a friend because you've you've inspired me a lot, man. And I, I thought you might have some additional insight to offer and something like this. Casper's <laughs> watching me fiddle with dumb shit. Oh He's God, looking annoyed like, at me. No, it's like, man, I can uh, hear everything you're doing. <laughs> they spin on the stick. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I, I don't have – I'm not sure. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the past year has been – quite literally the worst year of my life. Uh, you also don't have to talk I, about I don't, this. I know I put you on the spot a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm, it's fine. Like I'm, I made an update video on my YouTube channel as kind of pushing myself to get, to move forward, I guess, like, like continue to make progress in my life instead of just dwelling on all the negativity. Um, I, I I really sympathize with the like chase any sort of happiness that you can find. Like that's what I've been doing. I know um, the the squire jazz master taking a drill to it. That that was part of it. Um, I I painted uh, I painted one of my buddy's guitars, the Eddie Van Halen paint, the Frankenstein paint. That was that was part of it, you know? Um, it's just like, whenever I feel, whenever I feel like, Oh yeah, this would be fun. I kind of just go for it now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I also just like the same with the same way. Like I'm, I'm glad sort of like talking about mental health has, is, has changed. Um, and I, like I, I took about like a six month break, like we were saying. Um, and I also wanted to make a video 
just in case anyone else. The the video that I'm I'm referring to is like the an update video on my YouTube channel, and it's it's a pretty heavy video, uh, pretty different than anything else I've made. But um, I I thought it was important to make it because like I'm sure other people are going through worse things than I am right now. You know, but pain and uh, tragedy are pain and tragedy. They're you know there might be people going through worse things and there's a lot of Ukrainians out there that are, but yeah. it doesn't diminish your tragedy. No, and, and no, it still no. It hits you. And yeah. you know, you have a platform. We have a platform. Mm-hmm. There's something valuable to that. And I, a lot of people don't have that. A lot of people, for a lot of people, this conversation is a one way street. We're talking, they're listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so if we're talking about it, maybe that can help them talk about it with somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Or just feel like, like realize that they're not alone. Yeah. And At the very least, they're listening and they're being with mental health. Under, yeah. you, know, you know, they know somebody out there understands. Mm-hmm. For sure. And we don't have to make mental health chalks, chalks, talks, excuse me. We don't have to make mental health talks like a, you know, a giant Oprah moment or like a moment. No. Or a Povich <laughs> moment. You know, it's cue the dramatic lights and music. And yeah. It can it can be a bunch of idiots on a podcast. It <laughs> and <Yeah>. it is <laughs> at least uh, two idiots and Eric Marrow. That's hurtful. Uh, <laughs> you have a teddy bear balanced on your monitor, sir. Brings me joy, Al. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a Aww. fancy dapper vest on him. Mm-hmm. What a beautiful yeah, it's a, like a flannel vest. Yep. Yeah. It's a Canadian teddy bear. It's a Canadian teddy bear because my, my niece in Germany has the sibling to it. Okay, nice. Yeah. That's pretty cute. Yeah. That's pretty cute. Yeah. Came up with that all by myself. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I watched your video. I was, the, I, I think I was, I think I watched it within the first nine minutes of you posting it. I just happened to be online at the right time. Um, Powerful man, and friggin' brave. Like, I know a lot of that stuff is 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 hard for you still, and I was really really proud of you for doing it. Um, I want to want to add to what Eric was saying about chasing joy. What that will do for you, for anybody listening out there, is just like it sounds really hokey, um, but it's real. And what it'll do is. These big overwhelming things, these mental health problems, these big emotions when when a tragedy hits, is it'll allow your body, your mind to get it in smaller doses. <laughs> it won't put the you know it's it doesn't lock away or get rid of the pain. That's not that's not how it works. What it does do is you're able to you're focused on a thing. Your 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 mind and body are concentrating on something, and a little bit of that emotion comes in. A little bit of that pain comes in, a little bit of that hardship. And what it does is it allows you to process it one bit at a time rather than facing the tsunami with, like, arms wide open. You're just dealing with a little bit coming out of the dam. It's just managing that stuff. And that can make a huge difference. So, you know, whatever you got to do. I don't know what those things are that make you happy. If If you're listening to this show... Maybe it's us. 
Um, it's definitely not Casper. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. Whether it's, you know, going jeeping up the side of a mountain, whether it's hacking up a perfectly innocent jazz master, whether it's burning your fingers with a soldering iron because you have sausages and you're trying to do fine electronics in the back of another jazz master. I don't know. You got to find your thing, whether it's killing your buddies in PUBG. <laughs> you do you. I don't care what it is. Carve a pumpkin, learn pottery, um, but just find those things. You need, you need those healthy activities. They are, they're game changing. Guitar. Yeah. Play the guitar. If you want to know anything about guitar nerdy stuff, just message me on Instagram. I will talk to you. (laughs) If you want to know anything about Luthery, however, maybe. (laughs) Message me on Instagram. I'll give you some tips. On how not to do it. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, dude, I kind of love that you did it that way. I kind of. It's. I. I, I don't know it's if like, I would have had the yeah. courage to do it. <laughs> there were multiple times during the whole process that I'm like, I don't know if I don't know if this is salvageable. Like I don't know what the end product product is going to look like. We, and I just hope <laughs> that I don't drill through this body. Because anything that I drill through can't be hidden, but I can hide a lot of stuff under this pickguard. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job of cleaning it up. You know, you, you can now you can paint it all with with shielding paint, and most of it will just disappear. See, yeah. man, I I find the tape to be way more enjoyable. I love the tape. So yeah, I'm, I'm okay I I'm going with the tape because I find it like to be very therapeutic for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Also, it kind of glows when you open mm. it up and the light hits it. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Copper glow. Um. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna disappear under there. Well, if you're using the tape, man. Just use some wood filler and it like <laughs> when you put the tape down, it's like, oh yeah, that's I routed that perfectly. What a genius I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it'll work because all you gotta do is have pick guard mounted pickups now. Yeah. Lots of options there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, Mojo gold foils. That's I um I'm really heavily looking at those, but I also think that they might not be pit guard mounted. I think they might be body mounted. Oh, are they? I think so. But that could be done if I had long enough screws. Or just glue blocks in. I suggested the yeah. same thing, yeah. 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 You don't have to make that them like probably... a whole block, but you could put risers yeah. in where they're going to mount. It could literally be like yeah, that... little one-by-one one squares. Yeah. 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 That would be a better idea because I am afraid that I would Screw through the body because it's yeah. pretty thin back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you got you got ops. I don't know if the if uh, yeah, I haven't looked at the gold foils enough to like argue one way or the other. I, I every time I see them, it's in like a water slide guitar, and I'm just googly eyed fawning over the things and not yeah. noticing little details like how they're mounted. <laughs> oh, I want some. <laughs> That's as far as I can. I have to double check. I do want some, though, if you're listening, uh, Mojo. Uh, you know. When he says I, he means we. Because I, I too, like them. So, Me too. Know, a couple, so three sets would be good. <laughs> Shut up. I want six. Um, I said sets. Uh, yes. Yeah, I want six sets for me. 
No, they just make some cool pickups. Like yeah. uh, in addition to like the oh, yeah. the uh, the gold foil. Uh, is that what they call them? The gold foils. The dual foils. Dual foils. Yeah. Like, frick, those are cool and gigantic. It's so awesome. Yeah. Um, but they make like a, a humbucker size and shapes like Dynasonic, like Gretsch Dynasonic pickup, which is like, mm-hmm. I want to try that so bad. So there's a thing that I sold my Gretsch with humbuckers in it. Yeah. To my dad. So it's not really out of the stable. That would be like, because <laughs> like you could non-modify that guitar. Uh-huh. Oh, just I do know. a pickup swap oh, with these pickups. Oh. Right? Yeah. It's on my mind. It's on my mind. Dad, you need some new pickups in that guitar. Daddy. I would need not to pay for them. Daddy. <laughs> Let <laughs> me fix your guitar yeah, for you, oh, Daddy. Sounds wretched. You need new pickups in I this. Know I just sold it to you, but <laughs> this is terrible. Did I tell you he, I was ask, what I was asking and what he actually paid me for it? No? Sorry. So I was asking, I was like, I was like, I'm going to sell it basically for what I paid for it with the case and everything. Like, this is what I'm going to sell it for. It's, I was asking 650 bucks. Dad, okay. 650 whatever. Just basically pay me for what I put into it. And he's like, okay, yeah, great. He's like, just drop me off an envelope one day. He's like, here's that, you know, money for the guitar or whatever. And then he left just really quickly, oddly. But yeah, no, it was like more, like 750 in the in the envelope. I'm like, dad, what the f- that, That's doing? how dad be, man. I know, but I was like, why? It was unnecessary. So now I would feel bad for making him pay for it, but it would be cool. (laughs) It would be cool. Like, since Kat and I moved to town, um, because we really can't afford to be living where we're living, um, but it was kind of a forced situation. Yeah, yeah. So my parents have had to help us a couple of times. Sure. And every time we've just been like, we just need this much just to pay this one bill. Thank you, thank you, thank you. They never just send that much. No, no. It's... I got a partner like that. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I run out of like, hey, I need 20 bucks for this, whatever, paydays tomorrow. I'm just out of funds. I need 20 bucks to pay for the, whatever, the farm fresh eggs we get from the guy at the grocery store next door. Yeah. Can I, can I get 20 bucks? No. 50, 100. Like, yeah. Damn it, lady. Like, now I got to pay you back that 100 bucks. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she's worried about no, it. Nice. crazy. Called a partner. No, no. Not indented. Servitude. Yeah. Indented? Indentured. Indentured. Yeah. Indented. <laughs> My slave is indented. Um, <laughs> anyways. Man, this whole podcast is going completely yeah. off the rails. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh. Remember how we were talking old movies? Oh. This is the last thing, and then we can go. You're not going to bring up Vertical Limiter. No. Because no. I've been very good this episode. No. I, I actually rewatched End to End. Twister. No way. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, so bad, but so, so good. Oh, my oh, God. It's so good. Oh, it's so bad. The, the, the graphics in that movie are horrendous. They are so bad. I I will have to rewatch it. I don't think I've watched that movie since early 2000s at the, the latest. Like, Oh, yeah, dude. You're, you're overdue. You're way overdue. Way overdue. Way overdue. <laughs> That was one of those movies my parents owned, so when I still lived with them, we'd, I watched it a bunch of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it since. I maybe in the early 2000s might have watched it when House Sitting for them once or something like that. I don't know. But yeah, it's been a couple decades. But no, it, like, 
Okay. I <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman's in this movie. Yeah. That's a pretty strong argument. So, so his his like his character is over the top. <laughs> but he like he rocked that role of that totally like that's how you know how old it is cuz it's yeah. not like he wasn't a starring name in the movie. He was like one of the he was one the of the B team yeah, 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 yeah. dudes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. But like, man, he drove the like school bus surfer bum yeah, dude. <laughs> like, oh, God, it just I f- there's so much about that movie that I actually forgot. That was like, yeah, got it. Like how they like they had like that like that like low cello and and violin or viola yeah, yeah. sound like whenever the. St- Storms were coming. It was like they were trying to imply some sort of like ominous, jawsy, yeah, yeah, yeah. tension. It, it meant to. <laughs> <laughs> the twister's coming for you. It's already here. <laughs> Surprise! Yes. You're yes. watching this movie at the drive-in on a tornado. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> what movie was playing on the on the screen? Do you remember? No. Why would I remember that? Oh, it was The Shining. It was yeah. The Shining. Man, you just watched the movie again, too. I swear. I've never yeah. seen The Shining. Recently, yeah. Yeah. It was The Shining. No, just watch Twister. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, no, you get <laughs> all the good bits. I might rewatch <laughs> yeah. Twister. I'm not a big horror guy, so I'm Me probably neither. not going to watch The Shining. Me neither. But I, I, might, Dude, I might. How did you remember that it was The Shining? I've recently watched Oh, it. you did? We, okay, good. I was like, yeah. damn, dude. Like, that was... Because I was like, man, that's, also, the, that's the Shining. Because the Shining just gives me a the chills. You don't for, yeah, you don't forget that. Like yeah. the the screen's ripping apart, and he's Hacking hammering through it? the door. Yeah. yeah, I managed to forget it. What Even, are you talking about? <laughs> memory, memory of a goldfish, Al. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but like I just love the implications of that. Like people are sitting in their cars at a drive-through watching a movie, and they're somehow not hearing a literal. Yeah tornado yeah it's like yeah, it's like it snuck up yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the sneaky stealth here. tornado yeah you didn't hear it until it was ripping apart the building 10 feet from you like, yeah <laughs> as, as far as i know those things are loud yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i mean that's that's just your opinion we, we, we right yeah totally yeah. <laughs> that's how we that's how it works that is how this yeah. how the world works now oh, don't you know gosh. Oh my god! Uh, uh, I I just what was the ending of that one? They like they finally drive. They drove the their pickup into the into tornado the, into the, the F five yeah, tornado into, to get the little sensor balls up. Yep, into it. Yeah, yeah. And they survive by tying themselves to belts on a pipe in the ground. Yeah, yeah. Well, the tornado and he, blows yeah. around them. They don't, okay, listen. Somehow, don't get shredded to but pieces. But Bill knew. He knew that those pipes went in the ground at least forty feet. <laughs> Which matters to all the shrapnel. <laughs> no, that's why that's you got to get inside the tornado. Oh, yeah, no, no, you got to. I don't. Okay, I so I don't know if anybody watched this movie recently, oh but gosh. I don't know if you ever noticed Helen Hunt's leather strap is broken when the tornado lifts away. Did you watch it while like reading your oh, top really? fifteen mistakes no. on the? Movie? No, no, I just noticed it, and I think I noticed it like. When I seen I the movie, remember. when I was there, but that her the belt around her is broken. I don't when know the much tornado about tornadoes. 
But I can tell you this much. As a guy who... I don't think it's the wind that kills you. ...rode a lot of motorcycles. It's the shit that hits you while you're flying. I rode my <laughs> motorcycle several times, many times, because where I lived in Alberta at the time, there's a lot of gravel roads. I yeah. rode down gravel roads all the time. Yeah. And I made the mistake several times of not wearing my my dust mask and once not my goggles. And I wasn't going particularly fast, but the second there was a vehicle within a thousand kilometers of me, my God. the crap hitting my face hurt so bloody much. I'm just having this image of you riding an old GL down a dirt road with a half face <laughs> helmet and a bandana over your nose with goggles on. Yeah. This could bring me a lot of joy. That was pretty much <laughs> it, man. <laughs> I one time was heading up because I used to ride a crotch rocket and I had I was heading up uh highway thirty three out of Kelowna towards kind of like big white and ski area up there. But yeah. I was like, cause it's a super twisty road and I was hauling ass and I'm just wailing along and I'm, I'm not going so fast that I'm like tucked under the windscreen, but I'm, I'm moving and I see a, what I think is a rock just leap off the side of the road. Nothing like nothing else around. Nobody around is like, I don't know the size of a, about the size of this jar of, Paint. It was a mouse a, or something? No, it was a June bug. <laughs> and it, it hit me square in the solar plexus. It hurt. Oh hey. my God. I I thought I was going to die. I had to pull over. I I rode through some, far, like, because there's, there's a lot of beekeepers here where my parents' <laughs> oh, place. No. I rode through a, swarm a of bunch bees. of bees. <laughs> it felt like paintballing. <laughs> Just all oh. of a sudden getting blasted in the face and the chest. Just <laughs> like, ow. Yeah. yeah. No, that June bug took took my breath away. Yeah. So I'm just that's that's my experience with objects at high speeds yeah, in yeah, the wind. Yeah. So I'm thinking tornado. The tin siding off your house. And you have all of the body armor and, and the, the squishy Bill Paxton Helen Hunt. Yeah. Basically just bags of water. <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking the belts would have had maybe a little red streak on the end of them and there would have been nothing, nothing left, left of those. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to rewatch this movie? Yeah, I think so. Oh my god! I really think yes. you should. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. I, I, because it's you two, and I love you both dearly. <laughs> I will commit to rewatching Twister. <laughs> Twister. It's, cool. it's better better than the other stupid movie you keep bringing up. The other vertical. one. <laughs> vertical limit is like watching The Room. It's such a catastrophe <laughs> <laughs> that, like, even the late '90s and 2000s, like, extreme. Everything disaster, natural disaster movies. Even that crowd was like, "What the shit is this?" Yeah, <laughs> we we know we've okay, had we dynamite talk about for this. eighty years. We talk Why about are we carrying this raw nitroglycerin? So much, so much. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Something's just trauma. You just have you have a hatred. I find for this movie that is so deep seated in your being that you can't help but like it's like lose that, it whenever you tell me. Person up. you dated that you hate, but they were so good at making out, you're like, I hate them, but I kind of want them at the same time. That's what vertical limit is for me. It's like I hate it, but I kind of want to laugh at it and watch it anyway. I just want to watch it again to make sure it's as bad as we as I remember. Like uh, okay. I'm rewatching Twister. Yeah, I'll watch it. You're, you, you guys got to watch Vertical Limit. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna meet meet next week. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Compare notes. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. We've been on the podcast for a thousand hours. We're talking about vertical limit. It's time. I think it's time to wrap it up, gentlemen. Yeah. Yep. That sounds right. Yeah. Well, thanks. 
<laughs> for listening. Thanks for coming on again, Eric. Uh, I, I I can never get enough of you, man. Um, Thank you for having speaking me. of men Ditto. you can never get enough of, uh, largefurdaddies.com. <laughs> Somebody please search it and tell us what it is. Not no. you. No, no. I, I wouldn't curse you with that, even though it's your fault. I'm, sh- I got to now, I think. Largefurdaddies.com. Here we go. Large. What did I say initially? Large furry daddies? No, Was that fur. It? Large fur daddies? Yeah. Yeah, the word furry, and you know you're getting. It's the word trounced. daddy. Yeah. I think that's really going to doom this. Ugh. So the combination is it just really paints a picture. Yeah, yeah, and he's gonna he's a gonna ha- get it. It's gonna take him hairy, straight to to GoDaddy.com to oh, buy the domain. I, <laughs> I hope so. You I could own fur daddy. Youth for for fourteen ninety nine. I, I truly hope that's the result of this. It's like. <laughs> It's just like buy this domain name because that would be my best case scenario. Yeah, my but worst case scenario. Point, yeah, that's, some degenerate has made this. Yeah. This is a PG looks show. like there aren't it's great not. matches for your search. Yeah, I dodged a bullet on that one. That's where you step in, my friend. Wow, there is some webs. There's some website suggestions that I am not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> You might like this instead. <laughs> they are bad suggestions. <laughs> gonna put the phone away now and try and. You should probably that. Yeah. delete that out of your out of oh, your. Oh, you know it's gonna be funny. Yeah. My wife is a nerd, and every time she has a question, she just grabs the nearest device and Google's it, which is very often my you should, phone. You should leave that as the top screen every She's time you open grab Safari. My phone, open it up, go to Google something, and be like, "What in the hell, dude? Yeah, what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought we talked about this. <laughs> uh, I deserve that after all the lefty jokes I've made. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, no, this is, really? yeah. yeah. Thanks to our sponsor today's episode, Large Fruit. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, uh, thanks for coming on the show, Eric. It's yeah. been a barrel of laughs, man. I, I friggin' love you, dude. Yeah. And, the uh, feeling is mutual. Thank you. <laughs> it's been uh, been nice to be back in the back in the seat and back behind the mic with you, Casper. Yeah, thank you, sir. You and likewise. Yeah, and we'll see. I don't know when we'll see. I don't know if we're gonna get back to weekly right away yet or not. But you know, we're gonna make shows. That's that's what I'll commit to. We'll make shows. And don't forget to just take care of yourself out there. Little little amen wisdom from Papa Casper over there. Papa Casper sounds like. Papa Cap. <laughs> Papa, yeah, there you go. There you go. Anyways, I'm, changing my, I'm changing my PUBG user or gamer tag <laughs> to Papa Cap. In the wise words of Casper, take care of yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>